Welcome to Sash Says, a podcast providing insightful conversations, connecting pageants, people, and purpose, where we believe in wearing your invisible crown, walking in grace, and leaving a little sparkle wherever you go. And now, here's your host, business owner, beauty queen, speaker, pageant coach, and all-around Southern Belle, Leah Hatter. Hi, Queens. Leah here. I am so excited to share this interview with you. She is a new friend of mine from the pageant world and is so genuine and kind. Helena had the amazing opportunity to represent Norway in the Miss Universe competition and is now traveling around her country, making appearances and volunteering as Miss Universe Norway 2019. Helena's favorite quote is, don't wait for opportunity, create it. And she lives by that philosophy each and every day. In addition to competing in pageants, Helena studied automation and robotics and enjoys speaking to audiences about pursuing studying the sciences. She also enjoys modeling for clothing stores and boutiques. Enjoy the episode, rain on, and be awesome today. Hi, I'm great. Thank you. It's so a big honor to be here. I'm so excited. Yes, well, it is such an honor for me too because you are actually the Aww. first um, international guest that I've ever had, especially from Norway. I've never interviewed someone from Norway before, so this is wow. very exciting. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to hear there, hear that, and oh, this is so exciting. Yes. So, Helena, you are the Miss universe norway title yes. holder mm-hmm. and i was so happy to see you compete um on the stage at miss universe i watched the televised version um which was hosted in atlanta georgia um, how did you become miss universe norway did you compete in an actual pageant or do you uh, fill out an application and go as an at-large contestant to the miss universe Yes. Uh, so actually two years ago, it came up uh, application on my Facebook and I really wanted to try something new because when I, as a little child, I always wanted to, you know, become a model or an influencer or anything, but I was too scared to try. So I never, never tried it or did it because, you know, my fears were standing in my way. So actually I was sitting with my, one of my friends and we were uh, getting out the application and I was just like, I couldn't really push the button to just like <laughs> get the application. So actually when I decided, okay, I'm going to do this, I was too late. I, I was one minute too late to do the application. So then I actually had to wait one year to do the next application. Oh, wow. So yeah, so the next year is when the application was, um, was said for the new pageant. I was just like, okay, I have to do this. In the worst case, I could get a no. And, um, and uh, you know, the whole summer I was just sitting on my email every day to see if I was into the pageant, if I, I was qualified. And then, um, and then I finally get the mail that I was one of the contestants for the Miss Norway pageant. And I was so happy that I started crying and I was so happy because, <laughs> you know, straight at that moment, I was just like, I had a gap year and I had working my in the summer job so after that I didn't have a work so I was like two months with trying to get a work and I felt like I was just sitting at my room home like watching Netflix and 
I feel like I did. I wanted something more meaningful with my life, something I could enjoy, enjoy like a hobby, something to do. So that was like kind of my start on a new epoch in my life. So I was just really excited, and I went all in to the pageant. And um, I was before the final. I was at the seventh place at the ranking top ten, oh. and I made it to the top three. So I got the title first runner up. And, you know, just like the feeling of, you know, getting so long in a competition because we was 150 girls that was applying. And uh, I was just like, okay, I don't, I don't want to stop this. So I tried one more time because, uh, because I just, I, I didn't, didn't want to give up. I didn't want to continue. I love it. And I also got the opportunity to spread awareness over the environment and animal welfare. So I tried one more time and then I, I actually, I won the title. So that was the biggest experience of my life yes it seems like it was quite the journey so did you yeah. participate did you or not participate but did you compete in interview evening gown on stage question what types of um, different competitions did you have to do yes uh, uh, the first year we had like interview with the judges and uh, so that was like 10 minutes where you get like they get to know you what you stand for and how you can uh, represent yourself in your country so that was pretty exciting because I never did that done that before so that was a new challenge yeah. so and then we had like catwalk training which was really fun and you get to know like you get friends new friends all over your country and somebody to talk to all the time which make have the same interest and uh, we had the the um, what is the name in English is beauty camp um uh, yeah. where every, every of the uh, pageant is no the contestant is going to parade and that kind of stuff so that was really fun and we had to do uh, four uh, catwalks that was the bikini part the evening okay. gown and a cocktail dress and we also have sports uh, clothes we are going to because of some sponsors and we didn't have uh, questions on stage they have done it before but they changed it out uh, the two last year so we prepare um um, something we want to say a uh, 30 to one minute speech about something we really care about and what we want to do with our title oh my goodness it seems like you had quite the experience and you were very very busy during competition week yes so it was like really exciting uh, you know when you um you know what i like see the most is like when i have seen the person the pageant person before and people who are yeah. going their own way for example with you with the podcast people actually don't see you know the work behind they only see what's on the internet and that so you know something i realized is that i have so much respect for people who do that because it's so much yeah, more yeah. work than what you actually are seeing and and you yeah. know everybody who do that is incredible yes and i know that you um had quite the fantastic opportunity to go to the Miss Universe pageant in Atlanta, Georgia. And it is true, you know, a lot of what you did, even behind the scenes, I mean, you had to go to certain dinners and there were lots of rehearsals and yeah. you had an interview with the judges. So um, I know that it was a very fun week for you, but it, I agree. I mean, pageant girls um, participating or competing in a pageant can be a lot of hard work. It's very rewarding. Um, but yeah, yes. It's a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication. So tell us a little bit about what you got to do at the Miss Universe pageant. I mean, what, what do you do all week? Because we only see certain tidbits from what we see on TV. Yes. So, you know, it was like, um, 
I know I could expect a lot of work there, but you never could expect like how much. So, you know, right ahead where we got there, uh, the second we got off the airplane, everybody, everything was like beginning. So, you know, in Norway, the pageants aren't so big, so you aren't getting, you're getting attention, but not like, uh, as for example, in Venezuela, then it's like much bigger. So, you know, straight ahead when we get off the airplane, it was like uh, so many kind people that was coming to us because I was actually at the airplane with three other pageants, uh, mm -hmm. you know, three other girls, for example, Miss Netherlands. And, uh, and we got the opportunity to talk on the airplane. So we went up and then like people was coming to us and taking selfies <laughs> and, you know, talking to us. and like everything began and, you know, like people are filming us while we're walking. So it was so fun and, you know, I'm not used to it. So I was just like enjoying it really much, like the entire time. And then we got to the hotel and we had the registration and get to the hotel room. So, and then I was at the room with Miss Denmark and Denmark is uh, the neighbor country to Norway. So, so that was like, um, <laughs> it <was> actually, <laughs> yeah, because we had, she was the only one I talked to before the pageant. So it was so fun that we actually get to the room together because we was talking about it. Like it would be so fun to get to, at the same room. We actually <laughs> did. So <laughs> that was very fun. And then we had the, when we got there, we had the, to uh, have the registration so we get like an interview with somebody who works there um, so they could give the interview to the judges so they can read it before and uh, we had to uh, try clothes and uh, you know get the cute dresses we were and uh, the bikini and also to have something commercial for the our sponsor chai so they made our hairs and we had some wow. uh, made some videos so that was really fun and uh, you know the entire week we was up early standing up like maybe six in the morning and we had breakfast at eight so it was like kind of like in the beginning a really relaxing morning and we we met all the girls and um, through the experience we had an interview with the judges and uh, that was uh, I was expecting it to be longer but we had eight you no know, four minutes to talk to the judges only four minutes? Yes, or wow. it was maybe eight minutes. We had, there were eight judges. So there were six judges as one on the one side, and then you had to go over, and then it was two judges. And that was with Paula, the Miss Universe. She was one of the judges this year. So, so you know, like you have eight minutes to like try to convince them that you yeah. are going to be in this universe. So, uh, so, but actually, um, uh, you know, because it's really stressful because you think like, okay, this is so important and you know, like this is uh, what's going to decide if we're going to be Miss Universe or not everything. Yeah. But at the moment, I just like was thinking like I have done like everything I could do, like the preparation with, with working. So I was just like actually really calm and just like tell them what I was doing, like what I want to do with the environment, try to to give them information and what we can do to save the environment and that stuff. So, and after that, it was the preliminary. So, and then we was out there in the, uh, I'm sure you have seen it. We was uh, uh, going to introduce ourselves and scream our name in our countries. <laughs> and, uh, did you see that many girls were sleeping at the stage at the, uh, at the preliminary? I did not I see that, like, 
oh my five girls that slips on the stage because it was so slippery. <laughs> I think maybe they have cleaned it with something. So it was, I was like so terrified before I was going on the stage because we had a screen yeah. behind where we can see uh, the TV shows directly. And then I just like straight ahead when I was going on, I see like so many girls were slippering and falling. And uh, so when I, I noticed when I went to the stage, it was so slippery. So... <laughs> So, so what did you do? Did you like scuff the bottom of your shoes or just walk slowly? How, how did you avoid yeah, something? We didn't have anything else to do. So they told us not to go to because uh, all the way out to the stage, we had to stop before okay. um, like stop a little before. So I was a little scared going out there, but I was just like, okay, if I slip, I slip. It's okay. So <laughs> I just like tried to walk. Yeah. Uh, walk normally. <laughs> So, but it was really fun and uh, it went fine. I slipped a little, but uh, that was okay. <laughs> so, so did you like seeing Steve Harvey too, the TV host Steve Harvey? Yes, it was so big to meet. I was so starstruck. Oh, you actually got to like meet him? Like, yes. Oh, yes. Wow. And he was actually one of the person I was like so excited to meet because I have seen it like in interviews <laughs> my entire life. So it was so big to actually see him in person in person and uh, he was coming to us at when we was uh, preparation to the um, uh, to the final and then he had a little motivation speak to everybody and we got the opportunity to talk to him so that was uh, very cool <laughs> that was neat so after you finish preliminaries what comes next yes then uh, you know the preliminary was two days before the final so after that uh, I actually I only get like 40 uh, in 48 hours the two last days I get three hours of sleep so oh, wow. yeah so at the preliminary we was home like um, 10 uh, at the evening and uh, we had to stand up three in the morning and then we had to be done with all our makeup because we had to do preparation for the final and after that we had to go straight ahead and we had one hour before we're going to the preliminary and after the preliminary, we had a little rest, but then, uh, uh, so we had like some hours sleeping and then it was up in the morning and then we had the final. So did you drink lots of coffee to stay awake? Yes, I had very much coffee during the <laughs> I would have had like a gallon and just be yes. drinking, you know, in yes. between makeup. <laughs> I was so addicted to coffee when I was there because we could get so much coffee and they had like the best coffee there. So you can make, uh, you can get so much coffee and tea as you want to. So I was having coffee all the time and so I ate very much. Day? What? What was the final day of competition like? What, what, what did your schedule look like the final day? Yes. Um, if I remember right, we had a really, at the final, we had a really calm day. You know, they didn't want to stress us up. So we actually did one time where we was going all the way through the rehearsal to the, from the end to the, to, no, from the beginning to the end. And so uh, they just like pick up random girls to win and to be the top 10, to be the top five. Yeah. And you can, and uh, the girls who wasn't uh, going all the way, we can see it on the TV screen. So, and, um, and then we, the other girls who were just like trying to relax and have the preparation and um and eats food a lot of food we had a lot of snacks we can eat and and uh, then we was just like uh, doing our makeup and getting ready for the final and calm down the nurse oh wow and 
that just the whole thing just blows my mind I mean what like an incredible opportunity and yeah to meet so many talented amazing women from all over you all had a really good pageant class as some people call it this year so you were able to meet Miss Netherlands Miss yeah were there um any other contestants you were able to kind of bond with or you enjoyed yes Actually, you know, South Africa, we, um, yeah. she's <laughs> the winner of the Miss Universe, um, she is so kind and humble, so we actually, um, she was one of the girls I was always sitting with when we had the dinner or breakfast, so I felt like we had a really good connection, and also Miss, um, uh, and, uh, Miss Sweden, and many, many of the girls, we are like kind of relating to no, you know, sitting at different tables also to get to know like other girls. So, yeah. And were you able to, of course, meet Miss USA too? Yes. Yes. She you? is so kind and funny person. Yes, and she is brilliant. She's very. Yes. Yes, and she's so confident. You know, she's never yeah. afraid of anything. <laughs> Oh, I just, um, I remember watching the competition and they show the little um, bio videos where you get to yes. tell about yourself and your country and so many of these women like from all over, um, including yourself, I mean, they're involved in their communities. They are very intelligent and they were able to make lots of appearances with their titles and then even um, the winner in South Africa with all of her community service work. I mean, all yes. of the contestants were very impressive this year. Yes. I, I don't know how the judges picked. Just I neither do I. It's like, <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have that word because it seems yes. like an impossible way and it's like <laughs> it's different because you know when for example Miss Norway uh, is like a national um, uh, level you know but at Miss Universe is an international level so you yeah. you know you're competing to the best girls at every country and everybody has like a so incredible story and everybody has a unique story and something they want to talk about and in their own way so I'm like so impressed and of every of the girls yes and I'm just so glad that you were able to be a part of it too because you're impressive yourself getting to Thank represent you so much. Norway sure well Helena let's get to know you um just yeah. a little bit so were you born in Norway are you a native Norwegian what do you like to do for fun um, did you grow up in pageants tell us a little bit about yourself and then your hobbies what what do you like to do what is, what is there to do in Norway because I, I've never been to Norway yeah so I'm actually I'm raised and born in Norway I have lived here my entire life and um, I live at the same place all the time so I live in South Norway in a place called Kristiansand okay. uh, and um, and uh, I have, uh, when I was uh, a teen, like maybe 14 years old, I realized I have a big interest in robotics. So my brother, he bought me a, robo a robot and he shows me how to program it. And I was like super fascinated. So actually I managed to get into a school. So I have um, an education as an instrumental technician. And, uh, but I don't work at it with it right now because I, I'm, I want to take a gap year so I can go full into the Miss Norway. And um, yeah, so actually right now I work in a grocery store uh, mm -hmm. while I was doing the pageant because it's like very expensive and, <laughs> and I needed something to work with. So I had like focusing on the pageant and, um, and uh, so I'm working there beside. And uh, you know, for fun, I like to, uh, to hang out with my friends and uh, have game nights, you know, to just, um, to to chat up and that is something I really love to do. 
my goodness, in robotics. And I, I love the fact yeah. that you're interested in the STEM, so science, technology, engineering, math, et cetera. And your platform, too, um, yeah. is, a, is a scientifically, you know, related topic as well, because we're trying to get more females involved with yes. math and science. And so I love the fact you're interested in robotics and um, it seems like machinery type and science, et cetera. Um, tell us a little bit about your platform because I know you're very passionate about it. Yes. Uh, so actually I was trying to talk a lot of about, about me being into this uh, profession because when I was applying to it, when I was, uh, and when I was 15, I was telling people that I want to do this and many people regarded me, even teachers and consultants at school because, uh, you know, I also had dyslexia. So it was, too academically hard for me to get into the profession and I was told I, my grades were too bad and it was a joke to apply so so actually you know at a very young age grown-ups are very influential at you and I very much doubted myself if I could do it but I decided that I had to go with my passions and just like only see like other people telling me not to do it because I wasn't good enough you know so I was, uh, I did it anyway, and I actually made it and graduated. So I'm really proud of that. So, you know, that's why I wanted to talk about it because I know many other girls are afraid to go into this profession because, um, because you know, what society is telling you that it's only guys who can do this, but girls can too. <laughs> so. Yes, girls can definitely be interested in any type of STEM, and I commend you too for persevering, even though people were telling you that you weren't smart enough, you weren't good enough, or you didn't qualify, etc. Um, it seemed like you had a goal, and then you yeah. didn't stop until you reached that goal. So, related to pageantry and your platform, what types of appearances have you been able to make? Yes, uh, actually, um, I was into a. Uh... A program we just call Kids Are Code. So I was able to have some courses with kids uh, for um, uh, before going to Miss Universe. And then we was there was a robot, and I was just like uh, I want to be there too. You know, there was only guys who are teaching them. So I thought, okay, then I can go there too and show that girls also can do it. So I was just being there and helping them with the with teaching them how the robot is working and trying to get them interested in it. And I also was in a class with only girls. And just like being there to just show that, okay, I am, I am working with this. So then you also can do it. So, and also to mention it for the media uh, when um, I had the chance. We'll be right back with Sash Says, right after these messages. Right on. I'm Paige Jensen, Miss Idaho Earth 2020, and you are listening to my favorite podcast, Sash Says. Oh my gosh, that is fantastic. And like I yeah. said, just keep pushing and encouraging young women to step up and become in the STEM-related um, topics because it, it is so rewarding uh, to be able to work with robots and then educate young ladies that, you know, we can do a lot of things. You don't have to put yourself in a box just because you're a female. You, you're capable of doing so many things. Yes, that's, uh, that's so true. And, you know, like in Norway, it's like 
maybe like more accessible in other countries, for example. To also competing in pageants, are there a lot of pageants in Norway or are there just certain systems that people compete in? I mean, how, how is the pageant world over there? Yes, it's actually very small. It was big before. Uh, when Muna Grit in 1991, it was like really big because then Norway had some top placements, but uh, it was dubbing very down lately because nobody wins and people maybe that's why people are losing a little interest. But I believe that when Norway get a high placement or win, then it will be huge again. But uh, we only have one pageant and that is Miss Norway. But there are many other girls who are doing pageants internationally but just like yeah. uh, don't pageant here in Norway before they just go straight ahead to internationally. Okay okay but um, I still you know I agree with you that it's still a great opportunity to be able to represent Norway and the yes. wonderful people of Norway and um, to be able to talk about your country and all of the good things that are going on um, because yes. so Norway it does it has um, really great people um, I know that they're very passionate about their communities and raising their families and having good values and also to be able to brag about what all your country has done yeah so what do you what do you like the most about representing Norway um, do you like uh, meeting different people do you like talking about the things that are going on in your country I mean what's your most favorite part about being Miss Universe Norway um you know, like living in Norway? Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you enjoy living in Norway? Do you like talking about the people of Norway? I mean, what, what's your most favorite part of being Miss Norway? Do you like yeah. the, the opportunities that it presents? Like, what's your, what's your most favorite thing about being Miss Norway? Yes, I feel like, like living in Norway, the best part is that, for example, here in Norway, I believe like we're a very progressive country in many themes. For example, here you can be whoever you want to be and nobody judge you and we have free schooling we have a really good system so I believe that uh, that you know we can be a good example to other countries that the the uh, the politics we are here is working so maybe other countries can and um, that we can be a good example to other countries to do this many of the same things that we are doing um, so um, <laughs> so just yeah just uh, leading by example um and it seems like too i mean you've uh, mentioned that norway is really active in some political issues yeah um there is more encouragement for young women uh, to become more involved in science math engineering and technology which is awesome too um did you feel like the country of norway really supported you when you went to the miss universe pageant did you feel like people were cheering you on Yes, I really feel, I was like very surprised actually because yeah. you know it's like people here are so kind and so supportive yeah. and you know like it is so fun like for example when I am at work you know like um I didn't expect like people to notice me you know like when I was doing the pageant but you know people are seeing it in media and take up a conversation when I'm at work and asking how it's going and uh, and you know talk about it so you know I feel like I was so surprised that so many people were supporting me and cheering me up through my entire uh, time period in the Miss Universe and before and all the time. Oh my goodness, that just, that's just so good to hear too that you feel like you had the support um, from yeah. your hometown and then from all over. You've been able to travel to the United States. 
Um, I know that you have made some different community visits and appearances uh, talking about your platform and the pageant itself, um, Miss Universe Norway. So what other opportunities have you been able to make? Um, have you been able to model or um, work with a certain organization? I mean, what other opportunities have been presented with this Miss Universe Norway title? Uh, yeah, actually, I managed to get uh, some, uh, you know, like yeah, some model jobs and some sponsors working from them wow. and making some commercials. And I really love that because, you know, it could be creative. And that is something I always want to try, but again, never thought I would be able to do that. So I'm trying to, you know, take every opportunity I can and try to make the most out of it and also to engage any, many other people also to do the same thing. And I also get the opportunity to work with uh, some organizations um, with the, the environment and also animal welfare in the textile factory. So, you know, something I also really focusing about is, you know, the, the global warming that is that uh, we are currently in now facing and trying to use my platform to to give uh, simple but manageable tasks to every people that we can do in our life to change to to do our part in order to save the environment. For example, to have Meatless Monday, you know, one thing we can do is to have, to start with, for example, is that every Monday you can change out your meal to have a vegetarian meal instead. Uh, because actually, uh, did you know that 20% uh, of the meat that we are producing is actually thrown away or going to waste? No. Yes, and one third of the food yeah, and one third of the food we have uh, is going is also thrown away. So that is like a huge amount of food that is produced like only to go to waste. So you know to try to spread awareness over this and maybe maybe people can see that okay if I start throwing less uh, food and trying to eat less meat then we can do a different every person in our lifestyle. Yes, and are you an advocate for um, recycling? Do you, yes. do you believe that recycling makes a difference? Yes, I'm trying to engage people to reduce, recycle, and reuse. So that's kind of a hashtag I am using on Instagram when I am posting. Yes, so, so you're telling me, so there are simple things we can do daily yes. to help better preserve our environment. So we can do something as simple as you said, a meatless Monday, we can recycle. Yeah, yeah. Um, too, I know that some people like to talk about reducing the um, usage of water, so yes. don't, not wasting clean water. Yes. Um, so, so, yeah, so that we can do with the usage of water. Yeah, the issue of water, did you, for example, know that only to produce one pair of jeans, it cost us 7,000 7, liters of water. That is going to waste 7,000 liters of water to produce one pair of jeans. So, you know, the clothing wow. industry is a big wow. issue of the waste water that we have. So, you know, to save our water, we can start to uh, buy less clothing and to reuse our clothes and to buy used clothes. So, for example, now I am, we have a campaign here in Norway that we're gonna have, um, uh, you can decide when you want to start and how long you want to do it, but you you will have like a shopping stop so you will stop buying clothes and you can decide if you want to do it for one month or 12 months so to stop buying clothes is a very big um, um, big change that we can do 
and it's actually you save a lot of money because clothes is really expensive yes. and uh, yes it is <laughs> all over and, the globe <laughs> yes and also we can start um buying environment and clothing uh, environment clothes made of uh, um made of a bamboo or organic cotton which is made from the trees so it's very more environmental to recycle the clothes yes oh my goodness i did not know that it took that much water like neither did i yes. neither did i oh my goodness yeah so i'll be um doing some uh i don't want to say second guessing but i'll make more conscientious decisions when i'm buying my clothes because i, yes. I, I did not know that fact either oh my neither goodness. did i and i can admit like i am one of the girls who has bite so many clubs up against here because <laughs> Because I didn't know, I didn't think about it, you know, like, I, like how much it actually is to the environment. And actually, you know, the cloning industry is, is better for the environment at, um, than the airport industry. So it's a huge number of um, uh, more that it's, um, that is better for our environment. Than, there's so many oh my goodness that's just so much money just wrapped up in clothes alone that's yeah. unbelievable <laughs> yes. but well, you know to to also you know to get the countries because we don't produce clothes in norway we get them from other countries like in asia so it's yes. like you have to take them over in the boat or in the airplane so it's actually more better environment than if we for example had produced it in our home country Yes, um, and we believe too, or I wouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people in the USA like to buy um, USA products uh, yes. or USA's economy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so not everybody does, but you know, no. there are some people out there who do, they enjoy purchasing um, USA products uh, since yes. they live in the US. So just, just trying to help boost the, the local shops around here and the economy uh, nationally. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. So, yes, yes. And you'll see some people are very proud to say, you know, made in the USA. And um, so I know there are, or I'm assuming there are probably some people in Norway who like to buy Norwegian made products too. Uh, I'm sure there is, but I've never seen a made of Norway in any of my clothes or in any of the products I'm buying. Like, I have never seen it, but maybe it is, but I have never seen it in Norway, actually. Well, so, Helena, you have had, like, just such an amazing year as Miss Universe yeah. Norway. You've been able to do so much and accomplish so much. Um, what is next? for you so whenever you complete your reign I mean are, are you going back to school are you gonna um pr pursue some other opportunities I mean, oh, what's coming next yes you know actually when you're working with something yourself whether it's, it's maybe one year or ten years some opportunities will come to you you will suddenly get like a visit card or anything so actually at the Miss Universe was a big opportunity for me and not only you don't have to win the Miss Universe to get like the opportunities just like going out there will maybe help you on the way so I get some visit cards and you know I, I will try to to you know follow them up and and try to get the opportunities I can and maybe maybe something will happen uh, like the start of a new journey or something yeah, so you're just open to anything I'm very open yeah I'm just like <laughs> I'm not ready to stop here <laughs> this is just the beginning yes oh that's such a great attitude um, yeah Sometimes when the rain ends or we have to crown the successor, you know, it can be um, very, very sad um, or very discouraging sometimes because you don't want to give that title up. You know, you want to have it. Yeah, forever. I don't want to keep it. <laughs> I want to keep it for the rest of my life. But, uh, 
So are they going to um, propose a pageant for this next year or is it going yes. to be the same process for the next girl? Yes, they are. The new girls are, um, are starting now. So today is actually the last course of the last contestants who is in this year's pageant. So I don't know how long are you, um, you know, when people are, uh, how long uh, time period is your pageant? Is it one month or is it a year? You know, like before you win the title. Because here it is 10 months you have to prepare before the final. So sure. Um, with a lot of state pageants, some young ladies will actually, they'll start preparing a year yeah. ahead of time. If not a year, it's usually like six months ahead of time. Yeah. Um, so yes, it's very common to go ahead and start preparing a, a year ahead of time, especially if they um, are going to compete within the Miss USA system to hopefully, you know, get crowned Miss USA and move on to Miss Universe. Um, but yes, traditionally they start preparing a year um, and then they start uh, working on their fitness plans and um, picking out their wardrobe pieces to compete at the state level. Um, and then once they win the state crown, they'll move on to the national level. And it's a lot yeah. of the same processes. They'll work with coaches, uh, coaches and consultants and uh, start working on their interview preparations and things like that. So yeah, it's, uh, it's very similar over the, in the U.S. as well. Yes. I wouldn't advise not giving yourself enough preparation time. You know, so yeah, I know you can never get enough. Preparation. No, like I, I would not just give myself a month to compete for a state title and then win the state title and then only give myself one or two months to prepare. You know, yeah. for national, some people do it, um, but it's, I, I like the way that, um, especially you've explained the Miss Universe Norway system, that they give them months uh, to prepare so that they can perform at their absolute best while they're on stage. So yeah, that's, that's very, very wise to do. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. So yeah, this, so they are preparing like 10 months and I think the final will be like in August or something. So then we have the new Miss Norway. Okay. Oh my goodness. So when you're crowned Miss uh, Universe Norway, do they, okay, do they give you a sash? Do they, I know they crown you. So do they give you a, a crown, a sash? Um, do you get some type of robe or a scepter? Like what, what prizes do you win? Uh, we don't have like a prize. I get like um, um, a cleansing kit to my skin. So yeah, I could get like clean skin. So you get like a product. And yeah, um, right. so, uh, so yeah, but we get the crown and you get two sashes you can wear. So you can change one that is in Miss Norway and one that is in Miss Universe Norway. So that is uh, the price we get in Norway. Wow. So um, how do they pick the judges? Um, is um, it all related to the pageant industry? Uh, yeah, some, something. Uh, they haven't decided the judges this year, but, um, uh, but they have one judges that is always the same. Uh, he's got Fred Hamelin. And, um, and uh, you know, I think they pick people that is in, you know, the fashion industry and have something, um, something they know uh, so they can know something about the pageant. And, uh, and uh, they also have a former Miss Norway, which is uh, usually judging the last years to be with them picking the girls. Yes, I think that's um, wonderful too, that they bring in a former uh, queen. Uh, yes. because I think because she has had that experience, she'll know what to look for. It helps her yes. judge yes. just the right 
candidate or pick the right candidate for Miss Norway. And do all of the contestants, are they able to speak English? Because I know that the Miss Universe pageant is hosted um, with the host speaking English. And I know a lot of the judges speak English as well. Yes. Um, it isn't something you have to speak in Norway, but um, uh, at the Miss Norway pageant, we are speaking Norwegian and have all the things, all the, the courses and the interviews on Norwegian. Okay, yes. Oh my goodness. Well, Helena, oh. Helena, sorry. I keep calling you Helena. That's correct. Helena. <laughs> yeah, Helena. Well, you seem like you're just um, so motivated to get up and just attack each day and give it your best. Do you have any type of Bible verse or maybe an inspirational quote that you live by to help keep yourself encouraged? Don't wait an opportunity, create it. Yeah. Oh, I feel huh. like, yeah, I really love that quote because, you know, my entire life, I'm, I'm, I'm sure many others are thinking the same. I'm just waiting for opportunities to come to me, you know for models job when I was younger, uh, I was just sitting there waiting and nothing happened. So, you know, that was also one of the reasons why I applied for the Miss Norway because that was my chances to, to create my future. So. Yes. And I think a lot of us um, need to have that perspective too. You can't just sit around and wait. You got to make things happen. You got to always be um, open to new opportunities like what you said earlier you know you're just open for for anything and everything and I like the way you said that it's just the beginning yeah um, you know like your life is not over after you pass on the crown I mean things are just starting to <laughs> yes I feel like I always telling myself it's just the beginning <laughs> yes it's just the beginning and that was a chapter but you got to get ready for the next chapter and hopefully yes. you'll be able to come back sometime and judge um, the yes. Norway. Oh, yeah, that would be so cool. <laughs> yes. Well, Helena, if anyone has any further questions or comments, or if they want um, to book you for an appearance, um, how can we contact you? What's your contact information? Uh, you can contact me on my mail. It's Helena Obelsnes. And uh, what is the? At? At hotmail.com. Awesome. And you're also on social media too. You, you have an Instagram. What, yes. What's your Instagram page? Uh, Helena underline obviousness. And actually, if you go to my Instagram, you, my contact info is also standing in the bio. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Well, Helena, I have really enjoyed talking to you and I'm so thank to you of your time. Absolutely. And thank you so much um, for logging on today and letting me chat with you a little bit about your reign as Miss Universe Norway. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me here. This was so fun. And oh, I love that you asked me to be on your podcast. It's just an Hi there. Thank you so much for stopping by today and listening to another episode of Sash Says Podcast. Feel free to reach out to me at lhatter underscore pageants at yahoo.com. You can also follow me on social media at instagram.com slash sash says podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sash Says. Tune in for more engaging conversations soon. Until then, rain on.